Chapter 2 An Elusive Ideal A closer look at marriage today will reveal a skewed, unhealthy pattern of women who are desperately looking for an ideal that appears elusive in their marriages, all the while sacrificing themselves to feed and propagate that dream, seeking love and affirmation from men who simply lap up the attention, yet never quite living up to the hopes and longings of their women. Many young women understandably view marriage with trepidation because of a seeming apparent dearth of honorable men in this generation. Not a few consider monogamy to be a farce. Some believe that there are too few good men to too many women, so they sentence themselves to a life as concubines, the other woman, or other arrangements aimed at beating the odds of ending up alone. Woman. Is she truly cursed, or is she the architect of her fate, ever so trusting, so loving and giving to the detriment of herself? From the sights and sounds around me, I learn daily the fate to which woman is doomed, the plight to which she subjects herself in her quest for love and fulfillment. Is she truly the weaker vessel? Or is there strength undiscovered beneath the jewelry and the veil? It is time to awake and shake free of our illusions. We are equipped to make our way and make it. We must. Pain in childbirth and a husband who lords it over you are consequences of the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. God pronounced, you'll give birth to your babies in pain. You'll want to please your husband, but he'll lord it over you. A covenant helpmeet is not subject to the curse of the law. Jesus Christ died for you and redeemed you from the curse of the law. You're therefore covenant enabled to expect your husband to be loving, attentive, and eternally besotted by you. A wise grandmother once said to her teenage granddaughter, I fear for you young ladies these days because the men of your generation are not honorable. Soon afterwards, the granddaughter announced to her family that she was not looking forward to marriage, that if she had to be married, she intended to be married to a polygamist as a second wife. Understandably, her Christian family was aghast. She went on to explain, I do not want to enter into marriage with any illusions, and by being a second wife, I would have sidestepped the biggest delusion that comes with marriage, monogamy. As a second wife, I will know that I was not the first, neither will I be the last. It makes room for me to face the fact that my husband will be a polygamist, either serially or concurrently. Her mother was appalled. How on earth did you come to such a cynical conclusion about marriage? Are we such terrible examples to you, your father and I? She asked. Mom, look around you. Where is the happily ever after that your girlfriends expected from the lovely romantic stories you told me about when they were courted, how they were in love and inseparable with their husbands in those early years? Most of them ended up in bitter separations where the woman is abandoned to a life of penury, struggling to care for her children alone, while the husband takes the couple's fortunes and lives a life of frolic with a new woman 
with no consideration for the toils and labor of the wife of his youth. No. What is worse is that the entire society looks on pressuring the broken woman to continue to bear the pain and shame alone as though she were in the wrong. Not allowing her to divorce him, pressure him for child support or alimony and not encouraging her to remarry either. No, that will never be me. Monogamy is a fast, mom. No man truly practices monogamy, at least not in the way that women expect it. That is why we get our hearts all shattered and flushed down the toilet. I do not intend to become a casualty of that de delusion. If I marry a man who already has a wife, that will make his marriage of yet another woman a logical next step for which I'll be both emotionally and logically prepared. Quite persuaded by the brilliance of her own logic, the young woman had decided she wanted no part in the poor deal that women all around were getting. She could not see any marriage that modeled the ideal she had in her mind. So she decided to take her own destiny in her hands. She intended to outsmart the matrix. Then her wise grandmother said something to her that took the wind out of her argument. Darling, I understand how you feel and you're quite justified in your reaction. However, that would not be right. That is, this is what I can tell you. Marry your own husband. Do not marry another woman's husband. Do not do that. Do your own part and let God do his. Marry your own husband and whenever these storms you have described come upon you, you know that you will prevail because God will back you up. Hmm. Grandmother makes sense. Perhaps I do not need to give up altogether on finding my secret ideal of marriage. I simply need to have God in my boat so that when anything comes to shake my ideal, he would have my back. She thought. <laughs>